Hi, my name is Nicholas Regina, and I'm the CEO and founder of Spark Financial Group. Hi, my name is Michael Sakuro, and I'm the president and founder of Spark Financial Group. And welcome back to What Would It Cost? <laughs> you bought a shed in Windsor? You made money in the housing market last year? No way. Anything you shot on, you would have made on. What would it cost? That's the million dollar question. You're looking at North Bay now is at a million dollars. <laughs> I don't even think they hand you the keys anymore. What is it going to cost? How much? Hi, my name is Nicholas Regina. My name is Michael Sakuro. And you're listening to What, what Would It Cost? cost? <laughs> is that good? Today we're talking all things mortgage insurance. With our special guest, Jean-Paul Pacente from Toronto Life Financial Group. Top performer and a member of the Million Dollar Roundtable. It's a pleasure to host you. Pleasure's mine, guys. Thank yeah. you for having me. <laughs> Yeah, now we're, we're excited to talk about it today because there's a big stigma between mortgage insurance, life insurance. Is it the same? Is it different? Yeah. Uh, especially from a lot of our clients asking us and how we work together. So I'm really excited to do a deep dive on that. But uh, before we get into that, uh, explain to us more about this million dollar round table, given you know, we, we know you're top of your uh, performance yeah. amongst your colleagues. Yeah, so the million dollar round table is a uh, members only club. You have to produce a certain amount of uh, insurance services per year. And what that gives you access to is, um, you know, ideas with the top performers from around the world. You share your ideas, you attend conferences two to three times a year. And, you know, you figure out how, you know, your prospecting is, how you can generate more leads, how to provide better service to all your clients. So by being able to be a part of that, you know, prestigious group, it's uh, it's definitely an honor of mine as well, and I think it brings great value to our existing book of clients and our potential clients that uh, will be eventually with us at Toronto Life Financial. Absolutely, Group. yeah, no, that's awesome. awesome. And what an accomplishment from, yeah, from thank being you. such a young man in the industry. And yeah. I know you started really, really young, especially for the that niche industry for life insurance, right? And uh, what you've been able to achieve in that that short window right yeah and uh how you stay very humble and and uh modest about your accomplishments i had the best teacher i had a very good teacher <laughs> Absolutely. yeah Giovanni. Giovanni. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, right on right on yeah Absolutely. so tell us uh, a bit about toronto life uh what, what you guys offer yeah. there so toronto life financial group has been around for over 30 years now or 25 1996 okay so, um yeah we have the top 25 insurance companies in all of canada and we do anywhere from life or mortgage insurance, whatever you want to consider it, <laughs> critical illness, group yeah. benefits, uh, disability insurance, and uh, RESPs for the kids. Awesome. That's mainly what we specialize in. I'll let you go into it first. So tell us the difference yes. between mortgage insurance and life insurance and the big misconception. And what it would cost. And what it would cost. <laughs> so essentially, life insurance and mortgage insurance. So mortgage insurance, everybody, you know, you get your mortgage, you check off that box when you're doing your application, or you go to the bank and the teller's trying to sell you on certain products. But at the end of the day, a mortgage insurance is you are insuring the borrower, okay? The person that's borrowing that money, you're insuring their lives. So if something happens to them, those funds are gonna get paid out to the bank to cover their debts. Right. Life insurance is the exact same thing. Just the difference is the bank is using the word mortgage insurance and the traditional insurance company that we have are using the word life insurance. On the life side, the borrower, if they have debts, is still the insured person. Right. So the only difference now is why have a product with the bank or through a mortgage called mortgage insurance, which is creditor insurance. It is not a true life insurance product that protects the bank's debts when you can have a life insurance policy that not only protects your debts with the bank or any debts you may have, but you're also protecting your family at the same time. Right. Right. So 
if you have a million dollar mortgage um, and you're able to have that money get paid out to your significant other or whoever that person may be, instead of paying the bank your million dollars, they may be able to use that million dollars, pay a little bit of the debt, put money towards the kid's education, right. buy another property if their mortgage right. isn't, yeah. if their mortgage, excuse me, is attainable. Yeah. So in ways that you can, you're gonna allow that person to use those funds in a flexible manner, right. you know, without having any funds at the end of the day. Because when something does happen to somebody, unfortunately, right. you wanna make sure that these individuals have the money to maintain their same lifestyle, yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, provide for their family, yeah. So many things that come into it, and unfortunately, through mortgage insurance or its creditor insurance, what they're doing is you're just protecting the bank's debt. Right, right. And and with that, I mean, the they are not true life insurance right. policies. Right. And that was a big eye opener for me, especially when when you had taught me about that. Because yeah. working at the bank for myself, we were always selling that. I wasn't too well educated, and yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, I didn't know exactly what we were putting out there, and then having that conversation with yourself was a big eye opener. And like you said, it's that main point: you're protecting the bank's debt versus the client's debt and I think that's a huge um, it's a huge difference for when clients are choosing to what type of insurance they want because like you said that mortgage might be attainable for them but maybe there's other aspects of their life that aren't attainable so I'd rather have that term policy that's carrying over the next 20 to 25 years that's going to be paid to me directly to either invest or pay off what I need to pay off versus this depreciating policy that is only going to cover a certain portion of my mortgage. Yeah absolutely and, and on top of that you know almost all the time i'll say i won't say 100 percent, but 99 percent of the time the products that we're going to be providing these clients if it's apples to apples um we're going to be cheaper yeah so bring us through yeah. that in regards to what the bank a typical bank policy sure. would cost on a million dollar purchase what and then what you could provide and not only edge and beat that price out but how your policy is is loaded with a lot more upside yeah sure client so so with us Cheaper, yeah. yeah. Main thing. Um, secondly, um, we are going to be a level cost of insurance, meaning that when your mortgage is decreasing every year with your payments, right. so is that more uh, that creditor insurance or mortgage insurance. Right. With us, you're paying fifty dollars, let's say, and it's a million dollars the whole time your coverage. Right. Yeah. With the bank, your fifty dollars starts at a million, and you're still paying fifty dollars, but it's going down and down and down and down. Right. People don't notice that. Yeah. yeah. Right. And most times you can't carry it over to another lender. So if I want to refine next year and I want right. to go T D to Scotia, you can't carry it. Whereas yours is just coverage to that. You can person. take it with you for life or yeah. for the term of the mortgage. On top of that, let's say in you have a 10 or 20 year policy or 30 year, whatever it is, these are all renewable and convertible policies. The yeah. banks are not. Yeah. Right. As soon yeah. as your mortgage is done, yeah. that insurance is gone. Yeah. So that is not yeah. a true life insurance policy. No. That is called not. creditor insurance. Right. And right. that is again to protect the bank's debts. Right. And it's you should always protect your debts. But why yeah. not protect your debt with protecting your family and letting that money go to the individual that's making those decisions for your family? God Absolutely. forbid something should happen. Yeah. Right. So and keeping that that policy level for the term. So that million dollars for that whole term for that twenty years. At the end of the 20 years, if you no longer have any debts and you want to keep that policy, you can yeah. renew that policy. You can convert that policy to permanent. The choice is yours. Yeah. So we are. It's 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 more flexible. It's a it's a hundred times better option. Yeah. I mean, th there's no comparison, right? And unfortunately, people are not given the education on this. Yeah. And they don't know better. And sometimes yeah. people, you know, you'll talk to people and they'll be out there, but yeah, I got my 
million dollar policy for $25 or whatever the cost may be. Yeah, yeah. They turn age 50 or 60 and really they have nothing. They had a credit or product that right. is no longer, even yeah. if they want to keep it, they can't. Yeah. yeah. And that, I remember when you were explaining it to me, it's like a bulb went off in my head yeah. and, I, and I just understood it and I got it. Yeah. And it's one of those things and it doesn't happen too often there. It's one of those things where you just, you feel like standing on top of a building and saying to everyone, everyone, <laughs> you're like, you need to know this, you yeah. know, like get, Get in JP's office. He's going to yeah, tell you yeah. about why you're getting fucking ripped off over here in a nutshell, right? Yeah. Uh, and to keep it professional, you know, I feel that that's where an expert like you can come in and really be able to reallocate someone's funds in which they're paying into something that they don't even know uh, what they're getting from it in comparison to what they can be getting from it. So it's helped our business when it comes to simply looking like the experts and, and, and having our ecosystem be something that everybody is feeling really good about when they leave our office and, and have you know finished doing a transaction with us because experts like yourself are able to come in and say, hey, did you know you're doing X, Y, and Z and this is what you're getting, but for doing that same X, Y, and Z, this is what you can be getting, and it's just like, yeah. no, I had no clue about that. So you you make you make us look really good because of you know the strengthening up of the ecosystem that you know you you do for our yeah business. no, and I appreciate the trust yeah. full circle at the end, but and, and and it's our job when somebody comes in our office and to the yeah. whole creditor and term and you know life insurance and all this. I mean, yeah. when an individual is in our office, we're going to explain to them term insurance. We're going to explain to them permanent insurance, right. how that can go together, how you can pay off your policy if you're a young individual after 10 or 20 years, whatever yeah. that may be. And you know, the benefits of critical illness and all the other things we do. And at the end of the day, you have to give the client the ability to make an educated decision. Right. right. So when they make that decision, and if that's to stay with a creditor product, to have just yeah. term insurance, to have permanent, to have term and permanent, to have whatever right. it is, at least you do your due diligence and spending, you know, half hour and explaining to somebody what their opportunities are. Because right. a lot of times people don't know that. They're check marking boxes, I'm honest with you, that say, okay, well I need to have this or what is they don't even know what they have. Yeah. Then you add then there a lot of times people are lazy to even call in because like, no, I have this, I have that. And if people want to take the time to educate themselves on what they have, yeah. You know, it only takes 20, 30 minutes and all advisors, all financial advisors, insurance advisors, uh wealth managers um, should be taking the time to educate their clients yeah. on this stuff or sending them to an expert right. yeah. um, like myself or whoever it may be to uh, let somebody understand what they're purchasing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because that's when what the issue is, is the yeah. lack of the education. That's right. Yeah. Just to go to your point on that. That's right. So bring us in. What would it cost? What are you paying for in regards to bring us through a standard policy and what that's able to get you and how that term appreciates, how the banks depreciates. Give us some real numbers. Yeah, I mean, it, uh, a real number is very difficult because it's always based on someone's gender, their age, smoker versus non-smoker. Do they have any health complications? Right. There's a whole, um, you know set of questions that have to be answered to get somebody right. uh, a price. But if you want to just take a million dollars for 20 years, cost you a hundred dollars. Okay. Okay. A month. Let's just call it that. Right. right. Your average 35 year old male. Or, okay. Yeah. Okay. Healthy so, 35 year old healthy male. Healthy 35 year old, a hundred yeah. bucks a month, probably cheaper. 
but okay. simple term insurance. It's very simple. With us, for the next 20 years, that person is gonna pay $100 and have $1 million of coverage every year. Right. right. Okay? On the creditor side, with the mortgage insurance, mm. that policy is gonna become every year 950, 900, or however that gets breaking down right. based on their their payments and their amortization. With with the institution. That's great. Yeah. Here's, here's hence the depreciation. You got it, okay. exactly. you got it. So, and as that goes lower and right. lower and lower and lower. Their 100 bucks stays the same. Their 100 bucks stays okay. the same, good. And then on top of that, when that is no longer, when that product is now finished, or excuse me, your mortgage is now done, yeah. that product is gone. Yeah. You yeah. have no insurance. Exactly. And, and funny too, as you get older, it's common sense there'd be a higher risk of you dying, right? So <laughs> sure. you're getting less and less coverage as that's right. happening. Well, it's not right? only, so but it's also. It's the teeter-totter effect, yeah. it's, it's never really in the, the Well now, the to my point before, the bank. absolutely, yeah. but to my point before now, right. If somebody does this product or has this product, and now they're yeah. at forty, a bulb turns on that turned yeah. on for you yeah, yeah. a year yeah. ago. Yeah, okay, yeah, exactly. Turned on for him at forty. Yeah. He's like, well, I, I actually need insurance for when I am sixty, seventy, right. and they didn't right. weren't and weren't educated to make this decision when they were 30, 35, 40 years right. old. Yeah, it's gonna be. Not that I'm not saying it's not attainable, but it's yeah. very hard to pay for these premiums at a later age. Okay, and so that's assuming you're in good health. Talk to us about that. When when you lock in at 35, that's that's your rate, that's your rate, that's your rate. For the and term. For the term. But say now you lock in at 40 yeah. and you miss that five-year window and now you know, you've know you had a, a few health complications, you're not you know a well-oiled machine like you were when you're 35. What is that? you know, cost increase look like? Well, the cost increase is gonna be varied based on, you know, obviously your health conditions. Yeah. Every year, the premiums will go up based on, you know, that's based on mortality charts. That's how the insurance industry is basing their premiums. So every year you get older, the yeah. price gets higher. Right. If you have health complications after, you may not even be insurable. Right. Right? right. right? So, and if you can't get insurance, I've had many clients that have walked into my office that unfortunately, They've had some sort of illness or they're diagnosed with something. Right. And they're like, you know, what can you do for me? And I would love to do everything for them, but right. you're uninsurable at that time. Right. And there's nothing you can do. Once you have to buy insurance when right. you don't need it. Right. Right. Okay. Right. Right. We you are we are giving you a piece of paper for to deliver money to you in the future. Right. That's what we're yeah. doing for you. Yeah. Okay. So you're giving us money, we're giving you a piece of paper, which we will deliver the funds at a future date. Right. But right. you need these are all products that you're buying when you're young. Yeah. When you don't need it. Right. You know, hopefully you're getting the education on these products to say, okay, yeah. yes, I need this. Yeah. And a lot of young individuals today more than ever, because you know, my father's an immigrant, came here when he was 19 years old. When they were, he started off selling insurance. When they were selling insurance many moons ago, nobody believed in insurance because their parents didn't leave them insurance. Was right. a, that was another yeah. whole stigma on that. But today, it's a beautiful thing because a lot of young individuals, and I right. see it more and more every every month, every year, right. that are saying, "What's permanent insurance? Yeah. Right. I want to yield my policy or right. get a yield on my policy. How do I pay for my insurance by the time I'm 40 or 50 that it's right. done? Yeah. And then they have these beautiful policies yeah. that are accumulating dividends yeah. um, on the cash value side, which is the monies they've put into it, right. and on the death benefit side. Right. And that's creating another asset, like, like buying another house. It's completely right. different, 
But you know, when you're going to the banks and you want to go, you know, comes the time where you're sitting down with your wealth manager or just a financial advisor, they're yeah. always going to be asking you the value of your life insurance. And on top of that, what is the total cash value in these policies? Other policies right. Yeah. Right. Because these are all yeah. assets that you're creating for yourself. Right. And part of any sophisticated investor's uh, generational wealth portfolio, they always have this product every individual i've dealt with yes absolutely like if you want to talk like individuals that have done well for themselves you want to talk about that respect for a second like sophisticated investors yeah i mean people don't forget after your primary residence after a couple things you're you're gonna get taxed the 33 percent on all your other assets right whatever properties you have potential businesses yeah and people what they want to do is you know you want to make sure that your kids are gonna get all of these assets, all of these properties, whatever it may be, yeah. tax-free. And the way that they're doing this is they're buying permanent whole life policies. And when I say permanent, that means that these policies will have to be paid out upon death, right. okay? So what these policies are built for sometimes now is for the you know sophisticated investor or sophisticated individual is that right. they wanna make sure that those capital gains costs yeah. are all covered, all those taxes, everything is all covered when they're no longer here. So those kids will take that lump sum money because insurance is tax-free lump sum. They will take that tax-free lump sum money and pay off the government because they're gonna come knocking, asking for the money, you're gonna pay them off and all those beautiful assets that your parents built for you or grandparents or who parents most likely built for you, you're gonna be able to keep those. If not, to pay the taxes and the gains on all these properties, if, if you don't have the funds, it's very hard to keep these things. Right, right. So now talking, you know, these savvy investors with larger portfolios. Yeah. And of course, you know, like you said, they should have that insurance for each type of asset, at least to protect them and to protect their family, you know, given they're going to be taking over that asset. Sure. Now talk about these investors that have multiple properties, multiple rental properties or whatever it may be. How's it work for the insurance? So I have a million dollar house I just bought. I have a million dollar policy. Mm-hmm. And now I'm, co- I'm a couple years older. I bought a rental property. Should I get a separate policy or how's it work? Do you add on to that policy? Well, so there's, there's two ways that you can kind of tackle that question. And the first one is if it's just a million dollar policy, you got a million dollar mortgage. Now, when you buy that second property, you know, your mortgage could have gone down to six, 700,000 and you only have a $300,000 mortgage on the other property. Right. And that million dollars can still cover your debt. Right. Yeah. Okay, that, that can still cover your, your current debt. Or a lot of times what happens is people are not gonna just take out a mortgage based on their current debt. Sometimes you know they're gonna have final expenses, they're planning for the future, that's what we do. Right. So just because you have a million dollar mortgage, sometimes a lot of people are gonna come in, they're gonna buy a $2 million policy or a $3 million policy, and that policy is gonna be able to stay with them and carry whatever debts they accumulate as they're investing. Right. If it is to your question where it's, let's say they just got that million dollar mortgage today, they got that million dollar property today, and tomorrow they bought another million dollar property. Right. They would have to go out and cover that debt too by purchasing another policy on top right. of it. You can always add to your policies, but that would require new underwriting. It's a it's a whole new process. So right? it might you be better off just getting a separate you, it would. It would definitely going to be a separate policy, right? But right. again, sometimes people are just buying larger policies because they know what the future is going to have entail to a degree. Mm-hmm. Whether it's buying real estate, um, you know, it, there's, yeah. that's why we do needs. An, the future. That's planning. why we, we do personal needs analysis to right. figure out what someone's needs are and to make sure we're doing the proper uh, analysis for them. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And then you were talking about 
you know, we're going mortgage insurance versus the term insurance. You're talking about converting that to a permanent insurance. Yeah. So explain a bit about a permanent insurance versus the, the term insurance you sell and what a cost difference would look like for that. It's my favorite. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> permanent insurance is you have a couple options, okay? You have policies where they're paid after 10 years, 20 years, or you can keep them for life. Right. And even the policies that you have that are paid for life, these, those are called T100s where there's no cash values, or you can have them where there are cash values. Right. And let me make that maybe a little bit more clear. So mostly on, if you have a young individual um, like yourself um, that has, let's say a 20 year policy for half a million dollars. Yeah. You know, these are much more expensive policies than term insurance policies. But the difference is that these policies are paid for life after 20 years. Yeah. And on top of that now, yeah. these whatever you put in for that 20 years, okay, okay, that money will be there at the end of that term, that 20 years. So let's say you dumped $250,000 into a policy after 20 years, you okay. will have that $250,000 most likely if the policy is done correctly um, in cash value at the end. Right. And then what's gonna happen is that 250,000 and that $500,000 death benefit that you have now will grow on their own based on the dividend scale. Right. And what better way to create assets than that? Because those are just gonna grow and grow and grow. And that policy yeah. that was once $500,000 at, Mikey, how old are you? 24. 44, now at 64, who knows? Maybe it's worth 750, maybe right. it's worth 800, a million. And that's all tagged. Yeah, <laughs> large. What would it cost? Exactly, <laughs> a lot. Yeah. But no, I, I, I saw a lot yeah, of value yeah. in that when discussing just on a personal level. And I was looking at that, I came to you saying, I'm young, you know, I want a future plan. Yeah. And uh, yeah, no, it's, it's uh, I think it's a great product, definitely with the, so the permanent life. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> I want to make sure to take care of those future kids. Uh, we can definitely do another segment on the permanent insurance. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. I don't want to confuse the uh, the audience. Season two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good, 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 yeah. No, that, that's right. that's awesome. Thank you for uh, for coming out today and, yeah. and spending that knowledge. I, I think, like I said, it's, it's a niche market, but it's becoming more popular because like you said, that stigma is away from, again, we're a lot of second generation, third generation kids, and That's our right. parents or grandparents didn't have that. And I think it's uh, it's definitely a really important product that people should be looking into and, and definitely looking at having for future planning. If you're looking at growing your portfolio investments and mortgages, invest in yourself as well. Yeah, and, and just to end it off, I mean, as long as an individual takes the time to educate someone yeah. on these products, they have the capability to make that decision after. Right, yeah, yeah. absolutely. And just want to end it off by saying thank you very much yeah, for my taking pleasure. the time out of your busy day to come and uh, spit your knowledge and your wisdom out on us and yeah. our listeners and our viewers. And it's been nothing but a pleasure knowing you, doing business with you. We started off as young men. Here we are today in a total other industry. And I tip my hat to you know what you've accomplished and all your successes. And I look forward to what the future holds. Yeah, vice versa. Spark Financial Group and uh, Toronto Life Financial Group. Awesome, boys. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Yeah. And thank you again for uh, tuning in. We appreciate you uh, checking us out and uh, following along with us on our podcast journey. Be sure to check us out on all your favorite streaming platforms and uh, check us out on YouTube. Be sure to like, share, follow, and we'll see you next week. Next on What Would It Cost? When COVID started, the market got weird. You know, if you ask a real estate agent, what's going to happen in the summer? They can't tell you. And if they do tell you, they're praying to God that they're right because yeah. they actually have no idea. <laughs> I think that we're going through a major housing crisis. It's been messy.